Yes, yes, y'all. It's me, that C-M-H-E-A-T, and I'm rocking with that inevitable G-Money. This hardcore holiness, the T-E-double-N-E-double-S-double-E-Jesus. Fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. What's going on, fellas? Nothing much, man. Let's get back from fishing with Garrett. Yep. That was fishing, huh? Yeah. You made this special <laughs> bait that uh pretty good at catching catfish. Was it cocaine? <laughs> Crack rocks. What was it, Garrett? <sighs> I'm trying to remember. I remember us putting something in the lure. Uh, hmm. I don't so, think it was cocaine. Because cocaine okay. would dissolve in water. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Was Maybe we put some weed brownies in there. I don't remember, dude. I was kind of on drugs. Uh, yeah. Come think of it. I think I was, too. <laughs> I don't even know if we actually went fishing or not. <laughs> What's a hell of a fishing trip? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip. No, no, I could say no. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> uh, oh man, the randomness just continues every week with you two. Speaking of random, random band entrance theme. Let's go. I'm gonna have myself. Oh, who the hell is on so random? For fuck's sake. All right, Randall Band theme this week was UGK, the Underground Kings. I don't know, like, we're like, what the fuck? Who the fuck are they? Nah, that was just you. That was just you. (laughs) It was was me. No. It was you. (laughs) I was like, who the fuck? (laughs) Okay. I did. I did some research. I found um actually an album that sounded actually really good, and I was kind of surprised by this album because it wasn't just UGK. It was it was BB King and UGK. I guess so. Like some of the, some of the songs I listened to off the album were really good. Like um, a couple that I narrowed down actually came from that album. Uh. And I actually went with uh, They Love That, which uh, featured Bubba Sparks. Yes. What, what you got, Carl? I'm uh, going to go with a song off part of their best album, 1996 Rod and Dirty. Uh, and the song is Murder. Thank that was another one I listened to. I don't like that one that much. <laughs> <laughs> Alright Carl I'll tell you what I went with I went with something good Okay I started listening to it I was like oh wait I know this song <laughs> It's a good song yep. Plus it's about oh, beating somebody's ass And it's like oh it sounds nice <laughs> Something good That's off the uh, album uh, Too Hard to Swallow Yep, because you know sometimes it's too hard to swallow. 
Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Actually, I just thought of something. So, before we get on, it's kind of like a sidetrack thing. Yeah, that's what she said. Kind of reminded me of it. <laughs> you guys get those, like, scam calls for people trying to buy your property, like your, your house or your land or whatever? Uh, I don't, I, but I, yeah, I know. I've heard of them. I get in the car, uh, warranty. Down on the car, right on the house. Group. Oh yeah, I get so that um, too. <laughs> I uh, I answered the phone tonight, and it was like scam likely. So I was like, all right, let me just answer it. Kind of bored, need something to do. So I answered the phone, and I like doing like this old person voice. I was like, hello. And they're going on like, yes, we we're, we want to call and talk to you about purchasing your property. I was like, my my property? Wait, what? What do you mean by property? So you give me some like random ass address that's not even my address. So I was like, I don't live in, you know, whatever, North Carolina. <laughs> I don't think they ever fuck, picked up that I was fucking with them. And they're like, well, we want to purchase your property. I was like, okay, well, I have a Paradise for sale. <laughs> oh, God. She's like, you have Paradise? I said, well, kind of. It's a Paradise. <laughs> so she's going, she's like, well, we buy houses. Like, so you don't want to purchase a Paradise nuts? <laughs> <laughs> and then she hung up the phone. <laughs> she said, uh, um, no, no, sir. We don't want to purchase a Paradise. Um, <laughs> thank you. Have a nice night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man, that was good. That was like the highlight of my night. The next, oh, awesome. the next thing you need to do is you need to ask them uh, what type of Pokemon Charizard is, and then they'll say dragon, and you, then you say dragon these nuts in your face. <laughs> is Charizard a dragon? I thought he was fire. He's a dragon. He's a dragon, but... he is a dragon. But he's he also an element. Element. He's fire. Dragon. He's fire dragon. Okay. <clears throat> awesome. All right, Carl. What you got for us for next week? Uh, we'll go with uh, one of Garrett's favorites, probably. Uh, we got uh, Blink One Eighty Two. They just got back together. <laughs> oh, Blink One Eighty Two. I have to send you guys this. Hold on. Speaking of tangents, let me find this real quick. I'm going to send this in the group chat, and I need both of you to watch this. Hold on. This is... We're at uh, Chris coming out, too. Hello there. The angel from a night. <laughs> I, I do enjoy that song. <laughs> All right. I'm going to send this in the group chat real quick. I need both of you to watch it. That way we can talk about this. So what I what I just sent well, is a commercial is a commercial that they put together for uh and I'm not bullshitting. It's a commercial they put together for uh, coming back together. So, Garrett loves home. 
Oh my god, it's the best the the funniest one is the guy with the baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> the gun can <laughs> Could you imagine all three of them coming? Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> I wonder if that's a coincidence, like or if they paid the website to them random. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. Oh, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Where are you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where we can live like it, Jack and Sally, if you want. Where you can always. <laughs> And we'll have Halloween on Christmas. On Christmas. And then the night will wish us never ends. Wish us never ends. <laughs> That's probably like one of the most <laughs> overplayed songs, probably. No, that's probably yeah. like, they get probably less play than like a lot of their other songs. Really? Because I feel like I've seen that video like all the damn time. I think all the small things was probably like their most overplayed. That one song. was like really overplayed. What's the one from uh, American Pie? Um, was it First Date? Is that the one that's on American Pie? Maybe I don't remember. There was another one that they had that was like overplayed. I want to say it was First Date. Yeah, I like that one. I um, I think probably one of my favorite ones is the uh, girl with the rock show. Yeah, I don't remember which song that is either, Carl. <sighs> I'm gonna say it's the first date song. Might be. It's either that or the girl with the rock show. I don't. It was one of. Matter at band camp. Awesome. All right. So Blink 182 for next week. Uh, as we get into the rest of the show here, make sure you guys follow us on all our social media platforms. Just go ahead and search the Wrestle Getting Podcast or Wrestle Getting Pod, and it should come up with no problem. Or you can just hit the link tree in the episode description on whatever uh, podcast app that you're listening to us on. Go ahead and follow us there. Uh, be sure to head over onto our YouTube page, youtube.com slash for the collection, and check us out there. Um, haven't plugged this in a while, but redbubble.com slash people uh, slash Russell Geddon Pod uh, for all our sweet merchandise, shirts, stuff like that, all that good stuff. So. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's all our social stuff. So. Um, before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the show, the actual wrestling stuff. So I go through real quick. I got to say like targets clearance has been like on point the last couple of weeks, at least the stores that I've been into. Uh, I picked up the ultimate edition, Mr. T for like under 17 bucks, ultimate edition Hogan for under $10. Uh, finally snagged that legends Lex Luger 10 99. Like, 
awesome. It's a good week. So unboxing videos eventually. So <laughs> when I get around to it. <clears throat> awesome stuff there. <clears throat> All right, let's get into the wrestling. Um, uh, I will just say real quick, Carl, you were right about the song. It's the first one you said. Go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Very good. It's all good. All good. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's jump right into. It. Let's talk some extreme rules because it's going to tie into a couple other things. <clears throat> So, what do you guys think overall? Extreme rules. Um, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it wasn't best pay per view ever, and like that. But it, no. it was. I like that every match had a stipulation, and it wasn't just like two extreme rules matches. Like it, like yeah. past extreme rules pay per views. True. I mean, to be fair, nothing was very extreme about this one. No. I mean, aside from, I guess, I saw an interview with Rhonda. Um, she had said that she wanted to use thumbtacks and the match would live. Like, that's something that her and Liv had discussed doing was a spot with thumbtacks. Um, but they told her no, that they weren't, that they couldn't use thumbtacks. Well, she like, probably wanted um, and they said um, they told Rhonda that thumbtacks were banned they said anything that that um self-inflicted or you know that could cut you whatever is not um allowed like to be used I guess anymore so oh, yeah. just, like tried to do like screws like on their like just anything that they could do to make the match a little more, you know, intense. Because I guess yeah. the the finish that Ronda said that her and Liv eventually were going to go to was um, Liv being put in the arm bar after being power bombed into the thumbtacks. Ronda was going to arm bar <clears throat> and then have Liv like pass out with her face out in the thumbtacks instead of tapping. Interesting. They even asked if they could. <laughs> What's that? The Blib was probably the one that went to like Triple H, like, hey, tell her no. I don't want them to tell my yeah. face. <laughs> told them they're banned. <laughs> but I guess uh, they also asked about uh, Legos, and they told them no because AEW had done that recently. I was like, okay. Well, that kind of sucks, but that probably would have been a little added a little bit more to that match than. Yeah, they actually got, so. if they would have did the Legos and fucking Tony Khan would I had a full day and he scream for well, I mean, not not just copy. the Legos. Let's talk like just like the thumbtacks. I think the thumbtacks would have added another yeah, yeah. element to that matchup. So. Yeah. Who knows? <clears throat> uh let's see what else we got. I didn't get to see like all of this pay per view. So let's see. Uh, the Donny Brook match was the best match. The probably the best match. I heard. Yeah. I missed that one. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that one. I haven't time. That was really good. It. I heard it was really good. 
Um, I it's who, I, I don't know who pretty got much the worst end of brutality. <laughs> <laughs> they all got the shit kicked out of them. Seamus yeah. and Gunther is like the new Sammy and Kevin, where it's like fight forever. Just let them go at it, like every single week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that no was com- the best match in the card, and that's probably like the closest to being hardcore. Yeah. Also, awesome. uh, just a little update on Rampage. Uh, Stu Grayson's back. Really? Yeah, he came back to the Dark Order. So they... Oh, if they re- did they re-sign him? Must have. There's nothing like... Nothing out there at all. Okay. No. Uh, what up? Well, that's cool. Welcome back, Stu Grayson. No. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Uh, Bianca and Bailey to me, was boring. Yeah, a lot of- I mean, both women's matches were definitely the disappointment of the show. Yeah, I would this- say Liv and Ronda is probably a little bit more boring than Bailey. Oh, absolutely. I will say, though, I saw a lot of backlash about Liv losing the title to Ronda. Like, a lot of people think that was a bad call. I mean... Um, you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, I, the I bad mean, call was having either if you either you had to know that you weren't going to have Ronda lose three times. So then yeah. you either A, should never put the title on Liv to begin with, or B, not had Ronda defend it again or go for the title again against Liv. Pick it up well, from someone else. From where I hear, the uh, Saudis wanted to see Ronda Rousey, so. Oh, like well, her. no duh. I figured that when I saw it happen. That's why I knew she was going to win. And then even tonight on SmackDown, it's like Liv attacked Sonya Deville. Like, Ronda wasn't even there. So, like, are they setting up something with Sonya and Liv? Or, the, or is it just like a one-off thing? Um, but honestly, I think them putting the title on Ronda is setting up for Charlotte to return. Yep. Yep, maybe. Maybe you'll get Cheryl and Rhonda at Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel or Survivor Series. Yeah. I don't know. Charlotte maybe just hold out till the Rumble. Maybe. I don't know. But I think I could maybe see them keeping the, the title on Rhonda for a little while. Um because there's not really anybody there's not really anybody on SmackDown that I think is believable to take the title off of Ronda. <clears throat> Aside from, like, they're going to have to rebuild Raquel yeah, to be, like, that monster, like, that beast she was in NXT to even be, like, formidable opponent for, for Ronda. And that's wow, really? one of the big things. What's that? Rhea Ripley? She's not on SmackDown, though. She's uh, just ready to come on SmackDown? You I have not Chris, seen... There's no brain split to Carl. Yeah. Yeah, Judgment yeah. Day has never, hasn't been on SmackDown at all. Uh, not that I can it. remember. I, I thought Rey Mysterio and 
fucking Dominique were on SmackDown. No? I think that's when they were teaming together. Ah, uh, so when they split up, they went to Raw? Yeah. Because the, the Judgment Day faction is like primarily on Raw. Like the bloodline goes back and forth because of the the dual titles. But um, yeah. yeah, I haven't. I don't recall seeing Judgment Day on um, SmackDown at all. I can't remember. Uh, Rey Mysterio was on there, so yeah, he's a little bitch. Yeah, yeah Ray was on there tonight. But... Little bitch. Who won that yeah. Fatal Four Way? Like I missed that. Uh, yeah. Who do you think who do you think won? Uh, Ray Mysterio. He sure did. Uh, Gunther's going to destroy him. <laughs> Maybe. Awesome. Oh, all right. Uh, back to Extreme Rules. Um, Judgment Day. Yeah. I I like the uh, the match with Finn and Edge. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm kind of... I don't think my prediction is going to happen with... Uh, Styles, Ray, Edge, and Beth taking on Judgment Day, especially with uh, the return of the Good Brothers Monday night coming out to uh, back up AJ. <clears throat> Which, uh, I wonder if they're just doing like a one-off thing, if they actually sign a contract, what they do. I, I think they're back like full-time because there was like a lot of rumors going around that they're coming back. Well, you know mm, that Carl uh, uh, Anderson has a New Japan uh, never, title that he's defending. Yeah, the never open weight title. Yeah, he's defending against Hikaleo. Hikaleo. Yeah, I think Hikaleo is going to end up winning it. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I mean, they opened the forbidden door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So I like, I did like that. It's one of the few matches I did to see. The fight pit match was pretty solid, um, and I think a lot of that has to do, in my opinion, I think it's the build between Rollins and Riddle, and just like the, like we talk about all the time, like the oh, animosity that those two actually God, have between Chris. the two of them. I'm sorry to interrupt, Chris. I need you to turn it to Rampage right this second. I need you to do it. I need you to see who is on TV so you can shoot a brick. Nature Boy Rick Flair. No, it's better. What? (laughs) And the boys? Dalton Castle? See, I told you. Oh, dude. Oh man, that's awesome! You get Dalton Castle versus Chris Jericho. Love it. Now there's a silly goose chant. <laughs> Oh, 
Talk about some wrestling. Love it. Love I love it. it. This is awesome. Dalton Castle, man. Dalton Castle by far is like one of those dudes that I think if he got signed to like NXT like during like the whole like big Triple H era, like he could have been huge in NXT. Uh, oh, absolutely. awesome that is awesome i'm psyched for that that's a probably a good move especially if they're trying to rebuild ring of honor just the only downside is like there's no outlet for ring of honor no television outlet nothing and it's just like overtaking AEW's like two shows every week because like they're trying to keep the storylines going to keep Ring of Honor at the forefront for when they actually do get a TV show or get a time slot for a show. But my big thing is, why don't you take one of the two YouTube shows like Darker Elevation and rebrand that as a Ring of Honor show for the time being? Like people will watch it. Oh, yeah. Damn. Right. Sorry, back to Extreme Rules. Uh, awesome. Uh, the Fight Pit. Um I think, as I told Carl, uh, Daniel Cormier wanted to beat the shit out of both of them if he got touched again. I think <laughs> he would have broke both their backs, no problem. But he did look kind of fat. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a bit on the chunky side. <laughs> yeah, He's always been a big dude, don't get me wrong. To me, though, the fight pit the cage was kind of weird. It was like the whole like upper area. <laughs> I don't see why that's added, like, if you're not going to, like, go in through up there, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. But it was good. It just, I don't know, it was just a little impractical way it set up. So it's cool, though. But then, uh, of course, the, the big news, biggest thing coming out of Extreme Rules, Triple H messing with us again with that old watermark. You think the show's over, Trick. <clears throat> Lights go out. And probably one of the best, <clears throat> the best culminations to a build-up to a return that I've personally seen in a while. I don't know about you guys, but that was pretty damn awesome. Um, the, the final, the finally, the return of Bray Wyatt to, to WWE. <clears throat> with all the like the random stuff the firefly funhouse characters throughout the audience um the fiend and then you have the door uh which uh the light behind the door looked kind of familiar to uh the uh the build up for uh brody lee with aew so i believe that was a nice little little nod from Bray to you know his his close friend um but then we have Bray close the show with the I'm here and blowing out the lantern. And then after that, just rumors and speculations started flying about the, the firefly Funhouse characters, the Wyatt six, like everything. It was just so much stuff. Um, 
well executed build up. I know we've talked about it like uh, quite a few times over the last few weeks, but he said that's probably one of the best builds to a return that we've seen in a while. Um, which leads me to a question. Two questions. What are your guys' thoughts on why it's returned at Extreme Rules? Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I, I liked it. Right. And second question, best return of 2020 so far. So I think, I don't know, it's kind of a toss up for me. Because Cody kind of had a pretty big return to uh, coming back to WWE as like kind of like the prodigal son. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a huge return um, this year. So, even though like we all knew, uh, even with Bray, like we all knew it was going to happen. But so like the the pop that Cody got coming out uh, WrestleMania was just freaking amazing. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what else. You had Cam come back to AW. You got by God Kenny Omega. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was as big as Cody coming back to WWE or even like Bray returning after two years. Yeah. The only other thing I can think of was uh, MJF coming back. Yeah, he well, he took that mask off. He got a pretty big pop mm-hmm. at the end of that that pay per view. Well, was he technically gone long enough to be considered? Well, I mean, we talked about Cody, and all he did was. <laughs> go from one company to another. <laughs> yeah, no, but it was a, he came back to a company like that. Mm-hmm. He's been missing for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> I would say um, MJF returning because, like, that whole thing with him was up in the air to begin with. So there was, like, no. A lot of people were unsure of, like, what exactly was going to happen with that. Yep. Because I, gonna, I think that he's, if, uh, he's going to WWE in 2024. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Like you're trying to build yourself as a star, as a mega star, and you're trying to make as much money as you can. Where's the best place to do that? It's not AEW. Nope. Well, all I. All AEW has going for your uh, backstage brawls. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So with that, Bray Wyatt's return, um, there's some rumors speculating around too, as like we talked about the Firefly Funhouse characters, the Wyatt Six, uh, Vinny Marcella, Vincent Marcella, Ring of Honor, uh, former Impact talent. Contract is up with Impact. Um, he is now officially a free agent, along with a couple, pretty much all the uh, the Honor No More faction are all free agents now. Um, like, I think Impact's doing a great thing by not bringing these guys in for, like, long-term, but only bringing them in, like, okay, so here's, like, you know, a six-month contract. 
you know, we'll do this, we'll work this program, this program, this program for this length of time. And then, you know, we'll see if there's something else that we can do with you. And if not, you know, if you guys want to go, you can, you know, whatever. So I kind of, I kind of like that impacts doing that, but, and then kind of freshens up their roster too, because then they can bring in more, more people for a short amount of time. Um, instead of keeping like the same people locked into, you know, a five, six year contract. But, um, but yeah, Vincent backstage at raw. Um, so of course, rumor and speculation flying around that he may be part of the Wyatt six. Um, which also Bo Dallas added to that. Bo Dallas. Yep. Yep. Which is kind of exciting. So I also heard, and, um, Rowan's name thrown around as well. That one, there's also been speculation too that some NXT talent may be part of that as well, like Joe Gacy, uh, Grayson Waller, which I don't know how Waller is going to fit into that type of stable. Um, then again, it may be something completely different than what we're used to coming from uh, Bray Wyatt. So, um, <laughs> Alexa Bliss was another one that's being thrown around just because of her ties. To Bray and the Fiend, and the fact that next to uh, Abigail, Abby the Witch, there was two uh, women's title belts. So a lot of a lot of stuff floating around with that one. So. All right, cool. So Monday Night Raw, of course, no mention of Bray Wyatt, and then SmackDown, we get Bray Wyatt's return tonight. Um, I was going to say on Raw, they said that uh, he was going to appear tonight. Yeah, he's going to be back on SmackDown tonight. But there is no, like, like I was almost expecting him to be on Raw Monday night. But then they they saved his actual uh, return for SmackDown. And secondly, Bray was a, uh, the Fiend was on the SmackDown roster. The brain split. So we got a full promo from Bray um, to close out SmackDown. Of course, got interrupted uh, by another one of Bray's altered egos, which would be the the dude in the white mask. Um, so we don't know this character's name, this character's intent. Um, kind of interested to see where we're going for this, even though Garrett said it was lame. It was lame. <laughs> I needed more. I know they only gave him like three, four minutes at the end of the show. But less is more. It keeps you wanting more. All right. Awesome stuff there. Pretty psyched for that. It's like to see where we're going from there. Um, AW news this week. Tony Khan dusted off some old toys. Uh, we saw uh, Brian Cage again. Uh, Sheeta returned to Dynamite. Um, FTR is also in action as well. And uh, Orange Cassidy wins the North uh, North Atlantic. This is the North Atlantic championship off of Pac in the main event on Dynamite. Carl, what do you think? Orange Cassidy with the title. He hates uh, it. No. <laughs> no. Now, if you want to tell it to Levy about it. <laughs> match is really good um 
was actually a pretty solid main event for the show. I enjoyed it. But I like Orange Cassidy. I like Pac. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, that match was pretty good. So. But it just, it kills me that like it took all the freaking bitching from fans to be like, hey, you know, what happened to this guy? Or where's this person at? Like, why aren't we seeing like some of these guys that have been here since day one? Like, why do they keep getting pushed aside for like these older or for like these newer talents that you're bringing in? I'm like, oh, okay, well, here you go. Here's Brian Cage who ends up losing the Wardlow in under 15 minutes. And then you know, we're bringing back these guys, these guys. So, uh, awesome stuff. So. All right. Uh, speaking, sticking with Tony Khan, um, apparently CM Punk has an office job with AEW. Don't yeah. know what that role is. Uh, Tony had mentioned in a recent interview uh, where he's talking about talent with office jobs, mentioned the Bucks, Kenny Omega, and CM Punk. Maybe he's like the, um, I don't know, accountant. <laughs> he does their taxes. <laughs> uh, I mean, to me, what it sounds like is... Uh, where, however, their contract was structured, it was probably one of those things where Tony Khan probably couldn't just outright cut CM Punk. So, yeah. <laughs> CM Punk's now probably getting paid like $20 million to sit in a fucking office and read the newspaper so, or something. Working <laughs> home. Take a, like, a conference call once a week. <laughs> I'm a digital media consultant on this fucking look at Twitter. <laughs> Probably. But it's, it's just funny because, like, the, all the ones that he mentioned were, you know, obviously Punk is still up in the air with the company. We don't know what's going on. There hasn't been an official word. But the the Bucks and Omega are still suspended. And those are the three that you know, the four that he mentioned during this interview as having like our talent with office jobs. It's like, that's great. So like these four guys going to like beating the shit out of them, each other, like being in an office. It's going to be like that old WWF ESPN commercial. Maybe they should, uh, maybe should, they should, uh, do like a sitcom, you know? With the Bucks, Omega, and Punk all in uh, a house together. In the, in the office. <laughs> Lock them in there for six weeks. Well, I'm trying to think what they could be called. It'd be the Con Bunch. Con Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> the Con. <laughs> Let's oh, tell it, spell it C-O-N-S <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's great Oh man we talked a little bit about Honor No More bouncing back to that I should have put this in there while we talk about Vincent being backstage um, 
WWE actually has some interest in signing Matt Taven. Have interest in signing a lot of people. But, uh, Triple H fans, it's talent. That's that's what it is. Like the best thing with Triple H being in charge is that WWE's roster is not going to be just relegated to, you know, the guys like Lashley and Brock Lesnar size. Like we'll actually get like the more of the, the smaller guys, like the wrestler guys, you know, stuff like that, and not just like the big, yeah, like bodybuilder type. Which is why, like Johnny Gargano and uh, Ciampa were heavily featured over the last few weeks, and uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn getting matches with Riddle. Which that match with Riddle on Raw was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Just I think Jay Jay Uso didn't do his job. Nope, did not. But Sami told him not to get involved. Don't matter. He didn't do his job. No. He was, told, he was, he, wait, wait, wait. Exactly. You listening to Sammy sure or you listening to the tribal chief? I'm listening to my tribal chief. Give a fuck what Sammy says. Whatever. whatever it takes to win. Oh, you make sure Sammy wins that match. No. Awesome. All right. That's um that's pretty much the bulk of what I had for this week. I don't really have anything else um overall wrestling wise. Um uh, no news, no rumors, nothing like that. Um big time wrestling. We got that coming up here in a few weeks. Uh nothing new has been added to the card yet from uh, what we talked about last week. So did we talk about that last week? I thought we like Sunday is when you sent the the update about the like Steiner Brothers being there. Yeah, it was a Sunday before I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So Steiner yeah, Brothers will be there wrestling though, right? They're just sending. Numbers. I don't know if they're wrestling or doing something, but I mean I they might be in the uh, the George South Invitational Battle Royal so, or Jimmy Balance Boogie Boogie Jam. I hope they do math. I hope they do math. <laughs> oh, speaking of the Steiners, did you guys see there was a new table for three? You told me about it. it well, you told someone about it. Someone yeah, it was the, uh, the Steiners. It. I don't know. Maybe we talked about it last week or kind of brushed over it. It was the Steiners and Braun Breaker. So it was like <laughs> a, a family sitting down a table for three. But apparently it's only like under 15 minutes. So it's not like a full episode. So, like, we're getting shafted on, like, the actual, like, the good content on Peacock. Yeah. You know, cutting the time down and stuff. But... Fucked up. Uh, but, yeah, no word yet on the, the mystery partner for uh, Black Machismo and Brock Anderson. Maybe they'll do it like uh, Halloween Havoc. You can guess the mystery yeah. partners when... Uh... <laughs> When I, uh, PlayStation or something, I forgot what it was. Didn't they have a, something like that when you, where it was like, there was like a mystery opponent and it was the sweepstakes, I guess, like who it was? Probably. I don't remember. 
wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. yeah, nothing nothing new added to this event yet, so there won't be anything major added until a couple days before the show. But pretty awesome. Still psyched to to go to that, see uh, Ricky Steamboat wrestle and get this awesome um chase steamboat figure signed add that to the signed figure collection um yeah it's a little bit of tidbits there let's uh let's go ahead and do overrated underrated i have just rightly rated one thing to add before we start things um can i would love to have mark henry's job on rampage all I got to do is just stand there look like an idiot and say, it's time for the baby event and get paid money every week. It's incredible. Oh, all he all does. He does. <laughs> That's all he does. And he like a coach or a mentor or something? I'm sure he is. He's got, he's another one with an office job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> At the uh, beginning of AEW when it first started, that's what it was. It was like a big brother for like older wrestlers. So like each like older wrestler had like a young guy that they took under their wings. Arn and Cody. Arn <laughs> um, <laughs> Cody. Ah, uh, was it freaking Tully Blanchard? Sean Spears. But speaking of that, Sean Spears is back. Yep. Oh, he's, um, he yep, is. He's uh, about to rest. Tonight. He is. Came back with the uh, the perfect ten gimmick. Yep, he's wrestling in the main event. Uh, FTR against the uh, the embassy. Sean Spears going back to uh to what made him famous to begin with. Yep. Coming in at number 10 in every Royal Rumble. Yep. <laughs> oh, at, least he's, at least he's got something. Got something again. That chairman gimmick wasn't uh, wasn't cutting it. Hey, Russell Gooden Podcast. Are you a fan of old school WWF, but you don't want to give that millionaire Vince McMahon any more money? Well, lucky for you, I owned a VCR back in the 90s and recorded every pay-per-view. Each tape is $15.99, and we can meet up at the Mayflower on 15501. Hit me up on Facebook, Will Jeffrey. I still got vape juice. Let's get into an overrated, underrated, just rightly rated for this week. All right, we got some uh, got some fun ones here for you guys. Uh, let's uh, Let's kick it off with our tag team pick. The Eliminators. The Eliminators. Um, Chris, I should probably tell you, you should pick people I actually know so I can say whether or not they're <laughs> what they're rated at because I have no fucking clue who that is. You have no clue? <laughs> not a clue. Oh, the Eliminators. Uh, Perry Saturn. And um, was it Gary Wolf? Something uh, some, some dude, some dude with the uh, uh, John Norris. 
or something like that. No, Gary Wolf was on the Pitbulls. Oh, I can't see. I put this team on here, and I can't remember who the other guy was. I just remember. It was the ECW tag team. Yep. It was John something. John. No, I almost said his name was Norris. John Norris. Like Chuck Norris's little brother. Or no, I'm kidding. I don't remember his name. Uh, it was John something. Though, I almost say. Eliminated. It was a tag team. ECW. Chronos. John Cronos. Cronos. Saturday Saturday yeah. Yeah, John. <laughs> yeah. Very Saturday and John Carlos. That yeah. had a pretty cool finisher is the uh, the total elimination. So it's basically it was the high low um yeah. that a lot of other teams use now, but it was called total elimination and they were the the ones that uh pretty much made it famous. Yeah, so uh, record in the USWA. All right, so here's what I'm going to say. So we got Perry Saturn. I know Perry Saturn. I don't mm-hmm. know the other guy. Yeah. So we're going to say just rightly rated. Uh, underrated. That's what I want to say. Uh, and I think Perry Saturn is underrated because I think most people remember Perry Saturn from like his uh, uh, his WWF career, which after the Radicals wasn't very much, but uh, and WCW and ECW, man, he was, he was good. Saturn was legit. Like I didn't get to see a lot of his ECW stuff, but WCW was part of the flock. Just dude was awesome. So. In the SWA, he's right. awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Garrett, that's probably gonna be the only one that you don't know on here. The rest of them you should know. <laughs> okay. I like uh, all right. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Overrated. Really? Yeah, he's only popular because fucking America. He was a fucking. <laughs> uh. Army guy, fucking uh, Desert Storm War, fucking he got Chain Popper again after the fucking uh, war in Iraq and all that shit. So, and that kind of thing. Well, that's when he turned heel, though. No, I, I feel like uh, I've watched his matches and not really cared whether or not he won or not. I mean, he basically like Hulk Hogan made him. <sighs> I'm gonna have to agree with Carl. All right. Uh let's see what we got here. Uh Rocky Romero. You know Rocky Romero. I wanna say Jess right. <sighs> So Do I know it's Rocky Romero? Rapongi Vice. That's Frank. Oh, gotcha. Um, uh, I'll say underrated. 
Uh, Taya Valkyrie. Uh, probably underrated. Uh, she's kind of yeah. She's right there, either like underrated or rightly rated. I'd say I go underrated. I'll agree with Garrett. I don't think she she got much much shine during her NXT run. I think they could have did more with her. And yeah. I think changing her to the the Frankie Monet character kind of it it didn't fit. Like I know why they did it, just so they you know they can trademark the name all the other stuff. Um. But I think they should have left her as Taya and just let her run that way. All right. Uh, Finally, Ace Austin, the inevitable Ace Austin. He's underrated. Um, He's on impact. If he was in another promotion, you could say rightly rated, but I think he's, he's underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say that too. I I kind of yeah. I mean, he does do stuff in Japan that we don't really watch too, because he is part of BC. Yeah, but I'm saying like as far as like. No, 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 no. I feel like they don't utilize him like like I feel like he's got really good matches when he like, especially like they, when he was in like the X division stuff. Yeah, they use well, them good. It's just nobody knows who he is. He's on Impact. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> his uh, his matches with Chris Bay for the X Division title were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, a couple weeks here, so we get closer to Halloween. Uh, just to give you guys a uh, little bit of a heads up for overrated, underrated. Uh, we'll be taking a look at some horror icons okay. as opposed to actual wrestlers for that week. So we've got one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight horror icons. Um, what you guys? We, like? we, we're over underrating them. Oh, I mean, yep. yep. They're going to do. It's going to do. It's going to do it like uh, the same way this week. How wait, wait, How are we doing this? Are we? Are we saying they're like underrated because they didn't kill enough people, or they could have killed more people if they give, were given the chance to? <laughs> are we saying we're... Say... <laughs> is it wrestlers or, or or characters? No, the actual characters. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I sitting there thinking Goodbye. like we rate like Undertaker, Tango. So... <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I I understood what Chris meant. Yeah, and so it's actually like, so my thought process behind this would be, like, it's not like the actual like character in the movie, but like based on the the film franchise, yeah, or like the the film franchise and like the character itself, not like oh you know Freddy only killed six people in this movie, but you know when Jason did his third movie, he killed twenty people, so. Yeah. You know, not something like that. It's just like overall terms of like the movies, basically. Yeah, the movies. Like, you think the the character in these movies is overrated or underrated? Okay. Kind of, if that makes any sense. I I guess I get you. It makes sense. I, I got you. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's what we got. Overrated, underrated. Cool. Good stuff. 
Oh my god. There's a triple sharpshooter in the ring. Oh great. That's uh, not good. Hate it. Especially when one of the people isn't even in the match. Uh, they put Prince Nana in the damn sharpshooter. They did. <laughs> you, you get put in a sharpshooter and you don't, you know, get a rope break and you don't tap out. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the guys from uh, the tag team and the, um, the embassy broke it up. Actually, oh, like man. like those two guys, they're actually pretty good, damn good in the ring. They are. They're the couple matches I saw with them were pretty solid. I just like I said, it's you know without Ring of Honor having its own dedicated slot or you know outlet, it's it's hard to get these guys more exposure to get their names out there. Yeah, you know, get it figured out eventually. I see a I see a big rig coming. A big rig. Here it comes. Big rig. It's like diesel. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, heart attack. Big rig. My only complaint with this match is that Aubrey's the ref. Oh, I know. I know. She got WrestleCade. Like, I should go to WrestleCade just to tell her how much she sucks. Uh-oh. There's a... <laughs> there's an idea oh, for me. Oh, my God. Hey, 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 Garrett. This is what we'll do. We'll come out with a... Tech Sorry, I'm, I'm a little distracted. Yeah. We're going to come there's, up with a tech what? There's some legs on the TV. OGK, I guess Haven's not going to WWE. Yeah. All right, Carl, go ahead. I've got another idea for attacking. What is it? Okay. Well, this will be ripoffs of uh, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And uh, I'll be the big rig. And you could be the heart attack child. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And we'll just come out like in the start, like same like fucking clothes and everything. Like I'll wear leather pants with little tassels and a I pink top. It. <laughs> it's, it's gotta be hot pink. <laughs> or like some other like like color. Because Brett Brett did like hot pink, so it'd have to be like a like a fuchsia or something. Yeah, Michaels, Shawn Michaels and Diesel. This is who we're doing. I know. So like you'd, be, you'd, you'd be big team. rig. So. Big <laughs> rig. Well, who's gonna come in and save Spears uh, and uh, FTR Wardlow? You mean War Joe? Sorry, War Joe. War Joe. AEW and their creative tag team names. Or nobody does, and they just get their ass kicked. Uh, Oh, wait. Wait. Every 
AEW show ends with a brawl. Yep, you are correct. Every week. <laughs> he even says it. That's so great. You're Tony Khan, like feeding Tony Schiavone. Say war, Joe. Say it. Say it. It's money. Also, why did. Why are you all running from two guys? There's like six of you. I was going to say that. And then why does Wardlow. Can he not wear like a shirt to the ring? He told me he was shirtless in the back room the whole time. Apparently. Probably showing his titties off to everybody. Get a good look at these, brother. Mine with that big ass down there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. You guys got anything else for this week? Any football talk? Anything? Um, got some big, big games coming up uh, tomorrow. Um, I think we all need to have a moment of silence for. Uh, the passing of Hagrid. Hagrid? Yeah. The guy that plays Hagrid in Harry Potter passed away today. Hagrid? Yeah. In Harry Potter. You said Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato, buddy. British. Yeah, I saw that on this afternoon. I saw someone from um, New Japan passed away today, too. I can't remember who it was. I saw it like a little while ago. Yeah, I remember what his uh, name was. It was like 36. Yeah. I, like, I get him to be like a huge like prospect. Uh, yeah. <sighs> it sucks. Mm-hmm. So who you got in the... Uh... Penn State-Michigan game here. In which game? The Penn State-Michigan game. Oh, Penn State-Michigan game? Well, I'm going to go with Penn State. You going with Penn State? Yeah. I'll take Michigan. Take Michigan on that one. Are you liking the uh, Alabama State game? Man, Alabama has barely won their games they've played this year. Is Bryson playing? Who? Their quarterback? I don't know. I can look it up real quick. Bryson? Let me look it up real quick. Let's see. If he's not playing, then UT might. Are you looking at what about uh, NC State and Syracuse? I'm not Thanks. seeing. I figured they'd have injury stuff on uh, on the ESPN app, but I'm not seeing anything. Apparently, the Vols haven't haven't beat Alabama in 15 straight games they played them. It used to be uh, more competitive, like before that. I think NC probably won like ten or fifteen straight. 
Yeah. Um, I think NC State needs to get out some anger from their loss last week. Yeah, Syracuse is undefeated, though. That's true. They ain't played nobody. Yeah. And uh, we got OK State and TCU. TCU? I'll, I'll take TCU on that one. Yeah, I mean, okay, State. Yeah, they're going to. It's because uh, <laughs> TCU has a better mascot. And before you say it, let's have uh, Chris guess uh, the TCU mascot. Go ahead, Chris. Would Would you like it? me to, would you, TCU, would you like me to tell you what state it is? What's, uh, what is it? <laughs> it's, it's Texas Chris. Texas what? Christian. Texas Christian University. Texas Christian University. Correct. And their mascot. Mm-hmm. Is it Jesus on a cross? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be cool but now it's cool. Jesus on a cross. You know what that's about it? It's cooler than Jesus on a cross? Yeah. It's a fucking Moses in a burning bush. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I thought he was going to say, Chris? Or Carl? I thought he was going to say a nun. (laughs) That'd be Notre Dame before it would be. That's true. Because Texas Christians kind of cost them. Yeah, Notre Dame's just racist and they're using a short Irish man. Uh, so what, what's their mascot? Horn frogs. A horn frog. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> makes makes a lot of sense. I mean, it makes as much sense as Alabama being called Roll Tide, but having an elephant as a mascot. It's horny toads. And <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Or you know the University of Tennessee's mascot, or or on top of that, uh, Harvard have Harvard having a fucking tree as a mascot. That makes sense. <laughs> so it's the leader. oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. They make they make bread going to that school. <laughs> so lame. Yeah, fucking. Hey, our school mascot's a tree. Let's go hug it. <laughs> is that Harvard? I thought it was Stanford. Oh, you're right. It is Stanford. My bad. You're, you're right. It is Stanford. No, wait. It's Stanford because they're like the Redwoods, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the they're the they're they're the, they're the cardinal because it's for the yeah, yeah, and it's without the S because they're the color and not the bird. Yeah. So they're just the color. Yeah, there's this. There's Stanford Cardinal. How do you be a color? <laughs> because Cardinal is a color. I, I understand that's a color, but how do you be like? How's your mascot a color? No, 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 no. The mascot is the tree. I was wrong. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Their team is the. They're the the Harvard Cardinals. So the team is a or color. Stanford Cardinals. Sorry. Yeah. This team is a color, but their mascot's a tree. I mean, that's that's basically what uh, 
Alabama is a Yep. Oh my god, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> They're all stupid. I swear there's a freaking uh, Instagram account where this guy makes fun of them all. <laughs> Yay, my team's a color. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Okay. That's worse than the uh, my hometown, Elmira, New York. Has a minor league hockey team. Uh, for the longest time, when the team, when the arena was built and we got the hockey team, it was the Elmira Jackals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner of the team ended up having some, I don't know what the hell happened, but he ended up, the arena got sold to someone else. The, the Jackals were gone. So, like, oh, we're going to bring back hockey to Elmira. So, in 2020, they decided to bring back hockey. Uh-huh. In light of all the Black Lives Matter movements, everything else, the police brutality, they decided to call their team the Elmira Enforcers. And the, the mascot was a cop. Awesome. <laughs> That's funny. I can understand Enforcer. Because that's like a term used in hockey. Yeah. Uh, like I get, I understand. Like I get the, I get the enforcers. Like I understand that completely. Because you know the right. hockey term and everything. But when you take when you when you can't read the the room like the social climate of the room and you go with your mascot as a cop. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know. It could it could be good. Like it depends on how they did it. Like you know, yeah, it was normal. it was pretty bad. Like hey, fucking like Billy Club and um handcuffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be you know pretty cool. Have them, you yeah. know like beat random fans up or maybe maybe like up. you know the rest of them. You know, twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, not not twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> The, the wrong time to to announce your team, but now there's something else. I think they're like the Elmira Mammoths or something like that. Uh, so yeah. The team got sold again. So. What's 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 funny is uh, there uh, there's a school uh, in Tennessee, MT, MTSU, Middle Tennessee State University, and. Uh, their mascot for the longest was like a Confederate soldier. Uh, but now it's like a blue horse. But they still kept they still kept their uh their name like so they're the Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders. But the Blue Raiders used to be like a Confederate soldier. They're like the Blue Raiders, like <laughs> blue the the <laughs> awesome. Yeah. The funny thing too, like, it's, I think it's more weird than anything. We had a minor league baseball team, uh, the Elmira Pioneers. Like, it's probably like everyone's been to a Pioneers game. Like, they, it's like the oldest sports team in the damn area. But uh, mm-hmm. they're actually a uh, feeding ground for the Marlins, the Florida Marlins. So they'd get um a lot of like the players would be sent up there like coming back from rehab or whatever, like mm-hmm. rehabbing injuries or 
training or whatnot, which is kind of weird. Like Elmira, New York is freaking like training like Florida Marlins team members, the players. That was weird. Yeah. (laughs) Baseball, the farm, Uh, same way in hockey, like the farm is, the farm teams are not like local to the, to the area. So it's kind of like weird. Like you would think like, because like a lot of the pro teams have teams that are closer. Yeah, some of them do. So I guess it kind of makes sense too, because you're getting that player out of the area, so you can focus on like you know the rehab and the training stuff like that. So. Yeah. But uh, minor league baseball is minor league uh, baseball and and hockey are kind of slept on, but they're actually pretty good. Like if you if you go to the games and stuff. Some pretty good stuff. It's gonna go to uh when we first moved down here there was a uh it was the weirdest thing like they're doing um a signing at uh the Durham Bulls stadium. It was Sergeant Slaughter and Velvet Sky. It's kind of weird. That's what I said. It's like a weird like combination of two people. Yeah. I was like, oh man, it's Sergeant Slaughter. I want to go. But I, like being a Radio Shack store manager, like it was during one of those days where I had to work open and close. I was like, son of a bitch. Like I can't go. <laughs> I was like, I could have met fucking Sergeant Slaughter and Velvet's guy in one shot. Oh well. Say lobby. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us for this week. I don't have anything else. You guys got anything else? Um, yeah. Uh, if you're you a little bored and you like baseball, I highly recommend you watch uh, Banana Ball on ESPN. Um, it's quite awesome. And it might make you love baseball, Chris. fuck is Banana Ball? You should look it up. There's a team called the Savannah Bananas. Oh, is that they, the team that comes out and does all that like stupid ass shit? Yep, they have a yep. like documentary. Then they like series. starts working in the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have like a documentary on ESPN Plus of uh, about all their stuff. It's pretty interesting. It's very funny. I mean, they, I guess like if you're trying to keep fans entertained like during your game, they're actually you know, they're sitting they're there for like four coming, hours. They're actually coming here next year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So basically, they're the the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. They absolutely are. Yes. They did. So when they first started, they like played like actual teams and still did that. Yeah. But now, like they they yeah now they're exactly like that. They have another team that plays also. That's um just like a team they have built together, but like I don't I don't know that. I assume that the Savannah, the bananas win every time. I would assume so, but um, I don't know though. I've never really looked, watched any of the games or anything. So, but yeah, it's really cool and interesting. Like yeah, actually, talk about... go ahead. I actually brought that up. Like, there's one thing I've been meaning to see what I talk about that I keep forgetting about. Since when? 
do baseball players have their own entrance music? Uh, I've been for a long time. Since like the 80s, probably, or whenever it's serious. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's been a thing for a long like, time. Like, I never remember that being a thing until recently. It, you, it, like, even it's like. Like they don't What's air that? it on TV because co- like they didn't used to not air it on TV because like copyrights yeah. and stuff. Like if you went to like a game, like it's it's been a thing for a while. Well, like now it's like you see like videos on TikTok with the freaking like high school players that get their own like walkout music. It's like what the fuck? Like really? Yeah, they do it for kids now too. Like uh, I was at a Pee Wee game and they was doing it. They had like a, a sound system. Jesus. And you can't tell me that's not an influence from professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I would say yeah, you can't. Probably. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that that someone, a baseball player somewhere, was like, oh shit. Like, you know, Hulk Hogan's got music to come out to the ring. Like so fans know that he's coming, you know, to, to the ring or whatever. Maybe I should do that. So like fans like know that i'm coming up to the mound or i'm going to you know coming up to the plate to hit or whatever so i mean to be honest it probably would have been the baseball players that came up with it it was probably like some uh stadium guy that worked this town that did it and they probably start letting the players take their own music eventually but just amazing and I, I know like the nba does it too but they do it for like the entire team it's not just like yeah. one person it's like you know with the bulls you know using the uh was formerly ricky the dragon steamboats theme music but awesome. what's up so when he was in wwf that was his yeah. music was the chicago bulls music all right. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, theme of the week this week is my pick. And with, of course, the return of Bray Wyatt, I decided to go with the original Wyatt family theme. You mean Husky Harris's theme? No, the, the Wyatt family theme. Damn. Not Husky Harris. Husky Harris, the body of a tank with a Ferrari engine. Oh, good stuff. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for checking us out. Remember to hit us up on our social media. Um, just search Russell Gunn and Potter. Like I said earlier, hit the link tree in the episode description, and I'll take you wherever you need to go. Uh, on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Gary G Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, this is episode 158 of the Russell Gunn Podcast. Appreciate you all. Later, Marks. Fuck the feelings. Damn Phillies. They're fanatic. Had to kick me as we move down.
the pictures